Thank you to Anatomy for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Anatomy offers luxury, lightweight clothing that is perfect for travel and everyday wear. Each piece is designed with functionality and longevity in mind, so you can count on your anatomy pieces to be in your closet for years to come. Check out their style guides and shop pants, dresses, tops, jackets, and more at www.anatomy.com. You can also find them on Instagram at anatomystyle, and be sure to use the hashtag everydayanatomy to show off your pieces. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your Rogan Reason host, Laura Swan Siegman. And right now, I am figuring it the F out. And I'll explain that in just a second. So 2020 has been wild, right? Like we couldn't have made this stuff up. I have zero clue how history teachers in the future are going to teach this year to students. It is going to be a college 300 level class. It might even be someone's minor one day. Actually, they probably already have a degree for that, and I'm almost positive it's called disaster management. Anyways, it's been stupid, and fun alert, there's still four whole months left. So while it would be great if everything turned around and had some fairy tale ending, the realist in me knows I should probably just stock up on wine and pepino cocktail ingredients. I have a great drink recipe for that on my blog, by the way. I got you. So I'm going to start by giving you a brief rundown of my year so far. Not because I'm having a woe is me moment, but because I want you to know I am on the hot mess express also right now. And that when I'm telling you to figure it out, you don't think I'm a complete asshole. I'm not over here having the best year ever. I'm in the trenches with you. But when you're truly committed to success and to making it out on the other side, you'll figure it the F out. Success in business, success in relationships, getting out of a bad situation, whatever it is. And I'm sharing the mindset, tools, and steps you can use to help make it happen, regardless if your life feels like the third Hunger Games movie or a really, really long game of Jumanji at this point. So right now, I'm recording this with my dog, Bolt, fresh out of emergency surgery, laying next to me so I can monitor him. More on this in a bit. But right now, I have a commitment to releasing a new podcast and a commitment to making sure my best buddy is safe and comfortable. So like I said, I'm currently figuring it out. Now, when I give you a quick overview of my personal soap opera of a year over here, I need all the Karens and Kyles in the front row to sit down, sit on your hands, and put a popsicle in your mouth. I 100% know my year isn't as bad as some other people's. It most definitely could be worse. And I can absolutely find the silver lining in all of the obstacles I've encountered. And I've had good things happen too. It's not a comparison game or a race. I'm simply sharing to be relatable and transparent to all of you. So 2020 didn't start out badly at all. I had a 
lot to look forward to. And I began kicking off my best business year yet. But I'm sure we can all agree that when March swung around, everything pretty much hit the fan. So not only have I been exhausted and annoyed by all this pandemic and rioting stuff we've all been dealing with, but this also happened. Had a canceled trip number one. Couldn't see my family or my dad for his 70th birthday, and the surprise event that I had been planning for months was canceled. I found out that a family friend from when I was younger passed away, found a lump on my dog Bolt, which further test indicated was likely cancerous. Same day we got that news, we found out another family member was dealing with cancer. Two hours later, to be exact, so that was a really fun day. Canceled trip number two and scheduled surgery for Bolt. Bolt had a safe surgery, but an absolutely terrible recovery. His wound reopened three times, and my husband and I traded off sleeping with him on an old futon mattress in the living room for an entire month as he healed. It was a disaster. Next up, I threw out my my back and angered an old injury so bad I was in tears and my knees were buckling. Thank God for my chiropractor. She's awesome. Meanwhile, my friend's daughter was undergoing multiple surgeries, and I felt absolutely terrible for them. And realistically, there's not much I can do to help other than check in and be supportive. Canceled trip number three. Bolt rapidly lost 10 pounds, wasn't quite himself, and we discovered his liver values had spiked. And also we found a new growth on his leg that randomly started bleeding so bad one day that if we hadn't been home, he could have bled out. So had to schedule another surgery. And in the meantime, we couldn't leave him unsupervised at all in case it started bleeding. Cancel trip number four. We like to travel. Kill me. So then two days before bolt surgery, his growth started bleeding arterial style, and I was barely able to get it under control. And if you haven't seen this before, just picture the blood spray at a murder scene on Dateline. So we had to rush him to the vet for emergency surgery, and we're just praying that he would be okay. So I was beyond stressed. So here we are. Thank God his surgery went well, and although we have another rough healing process to go through and have to, again, monitor him like crazy, he's safe and with us. And that's the quick Cliff Notes version. There's other stuff mixed in there that has just been a bag of shit, too. But damn, life has been a bitch lately, huh? And I'm sure you're over there laughing, not because you think any of this is funny, but because I'm sure you're running through your own list in your head of all the what the fuck moments that have happened to you this year. I see you. It's been, it's been something. But I'm exactly like you. I'm over here trying to adult, build a successful business from the ground up, and make sure the people in my life have their needs met. No one works alongside me. I don't have sick or vacation days. And I wasn't set up to be immediately successful with anything. I get tired, stressed out, emotional, scared, and all those other feelings also. I've lost a lot of sleep, 
have been so worried that I can't eat all of it. And I know you felt a lot of these things too. Some of what we perceive about other people can be a highlight reel, but we never really know what other people are going through. So not only should we treat everyone with kindness and try to be as patient as possible, and I should be preaching to myself there, but we also need to realize that people that seem okay aren't necessarily luckier, better off, or have it made. They have their own stuff happening, and they are figuring it out. You need to also. Now, I used to be in law enforcement, so handling tough situations is my jam. Doesn't mean it's less stressful. I just know how to focus on finding a solution quickly and feel my feelings later. I'm sure there are a handful of therapists out there who are shaking their heads right now and thinking how unhealthy that is. And let me be clear. I'm not a therapist. I'm simply speaking from someone who's handled everything from working four jobs as a full-time college student to real-life emergency situations to now juggling my own business and family. There are times that feeling our feelings a little too much is detrimental. Wallowing doesn't get us anywhere, and you're just going to leave yourself frozen with fear. Nothing will get accomplished with that mindset. Action is the only thing that will begin to solve your problems. You need to figure it out. No one else will do it for you. You might be overwhelmed with a health scare or worried about money or trying to juggle e-learning for four kids at home by your damn self. It sucks. It's a lot. Let's just acknowledge that. But Let's do something about it. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Prison CBD. I've been using Prison CBD for over a year now, and guys, it has been a game changer for me. Running multiple businesses and being my own boss is amazing, but it comes with added stress and anxiety. After using Prism CBD's Blood Orange CBD Oil Drops, my favorite, I find that I can relax, focus, and be more productive than if I kept riding the entrepreneurial, emotional roller coaster all day. Snag your favorite Prism CBD flavor at www.prismcbd.com and use code LSS20 for 20% off your first order. All right. So here is how I go about handling tough situations and how I figure it out. First off, have a list for everything, whether it's a mental checklist, a digital list, or a physical handwritten one. You can't begin to rearrange the pieces unless you know what the pieces are. And from there, cut the slack and prioritize. Are there tasks that would be great to get done today, but don't have to get done today? Is one thing dependent on the completion of another? Is there a safety issue that takes precedence? Start tackling the most important steps and save the BS for later. We have to make moves right now. So now that you have a little bit of a plan, I need you to make a plan B and a plan C. 
Yes, make two more plans because life isn't linear and something is going to throw you off again. If you ask the hubby, I'm somewhat exhausting with this. I'm always thinking, what if this happens? Or what if this happens? Again, maybe not always the healthiest thought pattern at times, but some of the problems I've anticipated actually do happen and I'm able to quickly adjust and move forward because I had already decided what I would do if a particular situation arose. I've run through the scenarios in my head and I know how it plays out. It takes the pressure off when it actually happens. Stop rushing. Nothing good happens when you are in a hurry. Tasks take longer when you're frazzled. You don't make good decisions when you're not equipped with the right information. Silly and sometimes costly mistakes are made. Slow down. Get your mind clear and see the big picture. Next, be willing to ask for help. Now, we might have to do most of it. But there are times when we literally cannot do it all by ourselves. And be clear on what help means to you and who can supply it. Are you expecting Prince Charming to sweep in and totally save the day while you head upstairs for an Epsom salt bath? Or do you just need someone to swing by for 45 minutes and watch your kids while you sneak in a client appointment or run a crucial errand? Have manageable expectations for help and what that looks like to you. Remember, no one is going to save you. You have to save yourself. And if you can't think of anyone in your life that is dependable and willing to provide the type of help you think you might need along the way, you might need to change who you surround yourself with. You should have good people on your team in life. People that are willing to support you when you genuinely need it. Keep yourself in check and try not to cry wolf, though. These good people will fall away if you abuse their support, so be mindful of that, too. It has to be reciprocal. You also need to be proactive, not reactive. Sure, there are times when we literally cannot see something coming and we just have to react. But if we are proactive, we A, have a better chance of seeing it coming, and B, are better set up to handle things with less stress. This can be anything from getting yourself organized before a busy week, having a go bag in your car in case of an emergency, and if you don't know what that is, I have a blog post explaining everything in mine on my website in my car. It could mean hiring an employee screening future babysitters well in advance, checking to make sure your spare tire is in good condition, whatever. Get ahead of yourself, even if that takes extra effort up front. It'll pay off. And you need an outlet. You need some type of stress management. That can mean going for a run every day, meditating for 10 minutes before bed, hitting up those CBD drops, something. And this is important. Stress management should be healthy and good for you. 
This doesn't mean go bang your ex for a temporary feel-good fix, even though he's a soul-sucking nightmare. It doesn't mean slamming two bottles of tequila and streaking through your suburban neighborhood to feel, quote-unquote, more free. Let's make good choices here. Long-term, build a functional life. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You have the power to create any type of life that you want to. Your story is not pre-written, and you are not stuck with whatever you currently have. Everyone has different goals in life, different circumstances, and different obstacles. Your life doesn't have to, and won't, look like everyone else's. So build what you want and what works for you. So whenever I'm feeling stuck, I ask myself, what do I hate about my current situation? What do I like about it? What would make it better? And then I build it. There was a while there where I wasn't finding my calling, if you want to say, or what made me happy each day, particularly with with work. And I don't regret any of my work experiences because I've developed a lot of different skills along the way that have turned out to help me. And I've ended up in a place I feel I was meant to. But there are still aspects of my business that I'm changing as I learn what works best for me. And for me, it looks like this. So I wanted the flexibility to work from anywhere I wanted to. And I needed to be able to set my own hours. So I built my own business because I couldn't find one that fit that for me. Made myself the boss lady. Don't have to report to anyone but good old me. And I made it digital. I don't want to rely on other people very often. For me, there's too many variables with that. And let's be honest, group projects suck. So I created products, services, and other offerings that didn't require a ton of in-person interaction or the need for a team of employees. I hate feeling like I'm behind schedule, I miss something important, or I'm constantly caught off guard. So I work in advance. I batch content and schedule it out ahead of time. Inevitably, things come up, and this way it still gets done, even if I can't be doing it myself. Remember, proactive, not reactive. And this proved itself useful this week with Bolt. I had to drop everything and attend to him. I did have to rearrange a couple of things, but I was able to do it quickly because I knew my options and my upcoming schedule and how to problem solve. I've also set up systems in my life and plan B's and plan C's if something happens. So I sometimes order groceries and other essentials through shipped. This is perfect right now when I literally can't leave my house because I have to monitor my dog or other times when I just have zero time. It's more time efficient to hire someone to do it for me. I use task management software to keep my workload and my clients organized. I stay stocked up on household items so I'm not suddenly running out of something. I hit up certain chores on certain days of the week to make it more manageable and so that things don't get overwhelming or overlooked. And if something comes up that I wasn't anticipating, I figure it out. 
It might not be easy or ideal, but everything can be handled. Everything is figure outable. And you, like myself, have to be willing to analyze how you handle something after the fact. Look back and see what you would change. Learn from your mistakes. You can't change the past, but you can change the process for the future. You can change your mindset for the future and your preparedness. So at the end of the day, whatever you're dealing with or juggling is up to you, kid. You can feel bad or you can make it better. So here's to hoping that the rest of 2020 is a whole lot better for all of us. But if not, we'll figure it out. We have to. And I wanted to say a quick thank you for all of your positive five-star ratings and reviews you left and for tapping subscribe and letting me slide into your app each week. We are just into episode six here now, and we're already building such a badass community. This podcast journey has been a little winding for me, and I could have postponed it or given up on it with all the stuff that is going on in my life right now, but it's so important to me, and I'm so glad I'm here. So that being said, if there's a topic you'd like me to riff on moving forward, you can head over to my website www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast. And there's a spot for you where you can submit your episode idea. And I really like just want to make sure that we're talking all about the life, business, and badassery things you want to talk about too. So you can also find that drink recipe I was telling you about should things just get shittier. Hopefully you won't need it. It is delicious though. Anyways, thank you. And we'll chat next Monday. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.